Hello, good morning. Really warm welcome to you all. Thank you for joining us. This is our first attempt at live streaming uh, for St uh, Thomas of Becket and St Matt's. So you're really welcome. We're in the side chapel at St Matt's and it's a bit fresh. So I hope you're keeping uh, toasty warm in your lovely homes and armchairs uh, whilst we join together in worship this morning. I was uh, walking down the hill this morning and it's a stunning, beautiful, snowy morning, as you will know. And as I was walking, I was reflecting on how extraordinary and transformative it is to be washed white as snow by the blood of the Lamb. And of course, that's what we're going to celebrate today. And this morning, I noticed two sound effects with that. One was this deep hush, this peace all around. And the other was this punctuation of children's squeals of joy and delight as they were um, playing around in the snow. And I thought, if us being washed white as snow ever came with sound effects, then a deep peace and exuberant squeals of joy and delight would probably uh, not be far off those sound effects. So something for us to reflect on through the service. It is a Holy Communion service. So um, when we come to share communion, I am not going to dash around to all your houses and deliver it. You can either uh, find a bit of um, bread and wine at home and join with us agape style, uh, or that we'll be praying together a prayer of spiritual communion. So you can be sharing um, by proxy, as it were, by um, spiritual, by sharing in this prayer. I'll guide us through that when we come to it. Let's begin with a few notices. Uh, and our first is to remind you uh, that our coffee morning, our beloved community coffee morning is back. It was in full swing last Wednesday and everybody is most welcome to come and join us. It's Wednesdays, 11 a.m. on Zoom. And every Tuesday morning, if you would like to join us for prayer at 8 a.m. on Zoom for just half an hour, you'd be really welcome. Um, again by Zoom, and equally feel free to send in prayer requests if there's something you'd like us to pray for. And then we're starting something new. Every first week of the month, so from the 1st to the 7th of the month, at uh, between 9 and 10 p.m., there will be a Zoom prayer time together. Uh, you can have your videos off so you can pray in your pyjamas uh, and it will be a time of intercession and possibly a bit of contemplation as we perhaps do a daily examine uh, to reflect at the end of the day. So do look out for news on that in your emails. Ah, but what if you're not getting emails? You need to sign up for them and that is to look on the website or to email tamsin at community at .church and make sure that you're up to date with all the latest Zoom links and news. <laughs> so those are our notices. Um, so let us begin with our service. We just pray to begin. We pray, Holy Spirit, we thank you that you bind us together in the love of God, that wherever we are, we are one in Christ, bound together by God's love. And so I pray, Holy Spirit, would you make your presence known to each of our beloved family this morning, that we will feel connected in community and enjoy God together. 
Amen. The Lord be with you. Thank you very much. Let's prepare our hearts in prayer. We say together. Oh, no, it's good. Timothy's right. Uh, we just, <laughs> um, let me remind you of uh, our Lord Jesus Christ said, the first commandment is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the only Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbour as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, the light of the world, has come to dispel the darkness of our hearts. In his light, let us examine ourselves and confess our sins. We pray. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may serve you in newness of life, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. As forgiven people, let's uh, rejoice and praise our God. And if you would like, if you feel inclined to stand to praise God in the words of the Gloria, then uh, now would be a good time to do so. So let's praise God. Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King. Almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. We pray together uh, a collect. God of all mercy, your Son proclaimed good news to the poor release to the captives, and freedom to the oppressed. Anoint us with your Holy Spirit and set all your people free to praise you in Christ our Lord. Amen. 
Uh, and Liz this morning will be bringing us our readings and later our intercessions. Thank you, Liz. is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 16 to 22. Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not put out the Spirit's fire. Do not treat prophecies with contempt. Test everything. Hold on to the good. Avoid every kind of evil. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Gospel reading is from John's Gospel, chapter 15. Starting at verse 7. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants, because a servant doesn't know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and to bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command, love each other. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Praise to you, O Christ. Thank you, Liz. Pray, Holy Spirit, would you guide us and our thinking and stir us in our praying. In Jesus' name, amen. We are following a sermon series based on a passage in the Old Testament. And it's been a significant passage through the pandemic and we're wanting to delve deeper into it at the start of this year. In 2 Chronicles 7, 13 to 15, God says to his people, to you and to me, when I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain, or command the locust to devour the land, 
or send pestilence among my people. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayer that is made in this place. You can listen back to previous sermons, but I pick up the passage today with God's invitation to his people to pray. For such a dinky word, it is an enormous topic. So let me begin by telling you what I am not going to preach about. I am not going to expound the necessity for prayer. We already know that deep down. And besides, almost everyone in the world admits to praying at least sometimes in their life. So we're in the majority for once. I probably don't need to point out that whilst life is restricted in lockdown, prayer is something really fruitful we can be doing uh, to make use of our time. We already know that God instructs prayer. Jesus expects prayer from his followers. He says, when you pray. And I'm not going to explain all the different components of prayer, rejoicing, thanksgiving, contemplation, confessing, interceding, warfaring, and, and praising. After Easter, Tim and I will be inviting the whole Whitcomb Church family to partake in a course on prayer to explore these different expressions. So that can wait for now. Today, we're, you're invited into the giddy delight of exploring the invitation to pray as an acronym. It includes just a few tips. And we'll use Jesus's illustration of a branch in the vine bearing fruit as our example of how to pray. So our acronym. When a friend of mine was trying to encourage the more incontinent members of his congregation to pray during their nocturnal pit stops, he reminded them that P is for prayer. <laughs> Today, P is for position, positioning ourselves in humility. Just before God instructs his people to pray, he instructs them to humble themselves. And this involves enthroning Jesus as our Lord in our hearts and bowing before the awesome, holy splendor of our God. Journeying to a deeper level of humility, of dying to self and of preferring God's ways over our own bright ideas is a means of positioning ourselves in the spiritual realm. And I believe that is key to prayer. Humbling ourselves helps us into the right position for prayer. And that's why I think in ancient and common traditional practice, we kneel or bow our heads to pray. Not that kneeling means God is more attentive, but kneeling is an outward sign, a position of an inward acceptance of our humility before God. And I think this is illustrated in Jesus' description of us 
being like branches in him as the vine. Our Father God is the vine dresser. The branch is entirely dependent on the vine and its root system. The branch's care is dependent on the vine dresser. And the branch is humble in its identity and in its dependence. And that de our dependence is lived out through our obedience and choosing to remain attentive to Christ. Whereas prideful independence has no place in the vine. It cannot abide. It cannot remain there. And it's not conducive to prayer. So humility positions us for prayer. R is for relationship. You see, humility without love could just be servanthood. That would make prayer into a chore, a task to be accomplished to please the master. But Jesus tells his disciples that I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father and that he loves us just as the father loves him. This is transformative truth. We remember that God's call to pray is addressed not to the whole world or to political leaders, but to God's people who are called by his name, his family. And of course, by giving our lives through dying to ourselves to Jesus, accepting him as our Lord and Saviour, then we are embraced as our Father's, our Heavenly Father's beloved children. And that power of love empowers us in prayer. A for ask. From the right position and relationship, we're called to ask God in prayer. First, to ask for revelation, then for intervention. I find the most uh, contested part of praying is the listening before voicing my ideas. When we remember to begin in humility and in the knowledge of the love of God, we're more inclined to ask the Spirit for revelation on how to pray, to listen first. And then we can partner more accurately with God's heart for the issue. Praying from the scripture, from God's word, is a glorious way of us asking and listening before we speak. Jesus teaches his disciples to ask for God's kingdom to come to earth as it is in heaven. So if we've remembered our position of humility and our relationship of abiding in God's love, then Jesus asks us to ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Position, relationship, asking. Then takes us to the place of yielding. Coincidentally, the word pray ends in why. So that's helpful. Yielding here has a double meaning. We're yielding to the will of God, which takes a full circle back to humility as we release our prayer to the trustworthy hands of God. We yield like Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane, 
not my will, but yours be done. And in this way, praying is an exercise of trust in the one we pray to. And as God is clearly the only one who is entirely and forever trustworthy, it's worth stretching our willingness to yield to him. I was reminded of this quote by the teacher Tom Bloomer. When we pray, we are trusting God. When he doesn't answer, he is trusting us to keep on trusting him and not to lose our hope. So yielding is an exercise of trust and in doing so, we're reminded that our prayers do yield fruit, whether we see it in our lifetime or not. Jesus assures us that through prayer, my Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. So why not take a moment to ask the Holy Spirit to bring to your recollection answers to your prayers in the past, times when fruit was yielded, because this builds faith and trust and helps us to pray more boldly and thereby see more of God's kingdom on earth and in others. So to respond to God's call to pray, P-R-A-Y, we position ourselves in humility. Remember our relationship of abiding in God's love. We ask for God's spirit and ask for God's kingdom to come. We yield to God's will and we trust that fruit is yielded as Jesus assures. To pray, let's remember position, relationship, asking, yielding. So let's pray. Holy, loving Father God, we bow before your awesome sovereignty and we thank you for embracing us as your beloved children in Jesus. We ask that by the inspiration and power of your spirit you will show us how to pray and our prayers will bear fruit for your glory and for the blessing and healing of the whole world in Jesus name. Amen. We respond by declaring boldly that faith that we've been born into and believe together, the faith that holds us in one family. So we say together, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father and he will come to judge the living and the dead. 
I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray some more as Liz leads. Almighty God, the one true and eternal God, we thank you for your faithfulness throughout the ages, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Thank you for hearing us when we pray. Help us to be strong in you, Lord, and in your mighty power, to search for the positives and to stand firm whatever challenges we face. We pray for the Church in this time, that despite the constraints of COVID, the good news of the Gospel will not be compromised. We pray for your special blessing on Tim and Jane as they seek to encourage us in our faith, and for Mary and Sarah and Judith as they help with this ministry. We pray for the soul groups, that they will build up friendships in our church fellowship and be a means of providing teaching, prayer, and other spiritual support. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that vaccines are being distributed all over the world to combat COVID. Thank you that scientists have managed to produce vaccines so quickly, and for all the people who are helping with the vaccination process. Doctors and nurses around the world must be exhausted by dealing with high numbers of seriously ill patients. Thank you for their diligence and compassion. Lord, give them the strength needed to do their very demanding shifts. And today we pray for protection for people enjoying the snow, that A&E units will not be inundated with treatment of seasonal accidents. Lord, we pray for people who are anxious about their own situations or for those they love. We lift up people known to us who are sick and ask in your mercy for healing. We pray for people who have been affected by flooding in the last few days and the many people who have money worries we pray for the fearful, the desperate, the lonely, the bereaved, the lost. Lord, we ask that you will give us imagination so that we can give appropriate practical help and words of compassion and kindness that soothe sorrowfulness and anxiety. Lord, we ask for a return of joy that we will appreciate the beauty in your bountiful creation and concentrate on the good, the inspirational, the true, the advocate. Lord, you are indeed worthy of our praise, and we are so thankful for your faithfulness to us. In the words of Psalm 17, I call on you, O God, for you will answer me. Give ear to me and hear my prayer. We pray in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
Dear family, may the peace of the Lord be always with you. Thank you very much. We just pause to thank you, God, for the tithing, for the offerings that uh, our family have given to your work through the church. We bless them and pray that you will use them for good and for your glory, for the blessing of those in our community and beyond. In Jesus' name, amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give thanks and praise. It is right to praise you, Father, Lord of all creation. In your love, you made us for yourself. In your love, you made us for yourself. When we turned away, you did not reject us, but came to meet us in your Son. You embraced us as your children and welcomed us to sit and eat with you. In Christ, you shared our life, that we might live in him and he in us. He opened his arms of love upon the cross and made for all the perfect sacrifice for sin. On the night he was betrayed at supper with his friends, he took bread and he gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to them saying, take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Father, we do this in remembrance of him. His body is the bread of life. At the end of supper, taking the cup of wine, he gave you thanks and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in remembrance of me. Father, we do this in remembrance of him. His blood is shed for all. As we proclaim his death, and celebrate his rising in glory. Send your Holy Spirit, that this bread and this wine may be to us the body and blood of your dear Son. As we eat and drink these holy gifts, make us one in Christ, our risen Lord. With your whole church throughout the world, we offer you this sacrifice of praise and lift our voice to join the eternal song of heaven. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. And we pray together as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, 
on us as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body because we all share in one bread. Some of you may wish to um, share in an act of remembrance in a moment by eating um, some bread at home. Uh, agape style but if you don't wish to do that then um, our prayers of sharing in spiritual communion um, allow us to share by proxy but all together we pray these words thanks be to you lord jesus christ for all the benefits you have given me for all the pains and insults you have borne for me since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, I ask you to come spiritually into my heart. O oh, most merciful Redeemer, friend and brother, you may know you more clearly, love you more dearly, and follow you more nearly day by day. Amen. So this is a time if you would like to um, share at home, then please do. We pray together the following prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your disciples, I am with you always. Be with me today as I offer myself to you. Hear my prayers for others and for myself and keep me in your care. Amen. O oh God, 
Help me to trust you. Help me to know that you are with me. Help me to believe that nothing can separate me from your love, revealed in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, in these days of mercy, make us quiet and prayerful. In these days of challenge, make us stronger in you. In these days of emptiness, take possession of us. In these days of waiting, open our hearts to the mystery of your cross. Amen. I wasn't sure we had any more. Um, uh, it's been really lovely having you um, join with us. Um, I hope it's been a helpful means of um, worshipping God and feeling part of the family today. So um, we've uh, yeah, really enjoyed being part of you. I do miss you uh, such a lot. We really miss you and look forward to the day when we can get back together again. Uh, so in a moment, I will say the words of blessing and dismissal, and then we will end with a hymn, uh, which will be, Father, hear the prayer we offer. See the theme. Uh, and we look forward to you joining us again next week, uh, which will also be live streaming again. So um, we'll hopefully iron out any tricky bits for then. And um, I just, yeah, hope you have a really good week. Please get in touch with us if you have any prayer requests um, or just like to have a chat. Hopefully see you at coffee morning or prayer. So for the blessing. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and those for whom you pray today and always. Amen. So dear brothers and sisters, you may log off in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen.